0: hey how's it going we're the bad days Podcasts. with us <laughs> <laughs> what's up guys welcome back to the bad days podcast my name's us this is isaiah let's talk about how your bad days are Ooh, your best, best stories i'm gonna keep a little blip about your thing roll the intro zay hey you've been ready to start this podcast for an hour and a half two Quite hours a while maybe We've been even you- more than that we watched 30 minutes of a pretty much it video because I couldn't get the audio interface to work. And then... A whole bunch w- of distractions. We filmed a different video, which is going to be up on the channel later, uh, Analyzing Glimpse of Us by Joji. He's a very prominent pop star, former YouTuber, and he's got a song that's it's making waves right now because of controversy. And we wanted to break down the song. So like our full breakdown is going to be later. We're definitely going to discuss it yeah. in this episode. Uh, and then I decided that I wanted to last minute film one final thing, and it was was the uh, sometimes when mm-hmm. I, the, the new ABBA song has like a TikTok. It's not the new ABBA song. It's a fucking ABBA song. <laughs> the new ABBA song. You the know, new ABBA song. It. ABBA just came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had a, uh, a song go pretty viral, and it's a kind of nostalgic trend, and uh, I have a lot of like old archival footage of myself, because I've been making videos for a decade, and I thought it'd be kind of funny to do a little transition from uh, the me of today to the me of yesteryear. The high
1: school days.
0: Oh my God. Isaiah looked <laughs> looked up at the computer screen <laughs> of the younger version of me, and he said, man, that guy's got no idea how sad the next couple of years of his life he are going to be. He's going to have a shitty next few he years. going to have a shitty <laughs> <laughs> next few years. Which, I did. He had, yeah. a, he had a shitty previous
1: years of his life.
0: Too, the, I mean, so. those years were bad, and then I think that so so that was filmed in summer of sixteen, hmm. which is crazy because when you look at that, really video, that, seems like, year, like, that seems like senior year. That seems like tenth grade when you. you look at pictures of me. Like, you look at those videos. That was the summer
1: before senior year then, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. okay. That was that summer before sense. senior yeah. year. And then senior year happened. And look at what I look like at the end of senior year. I look like a, you, a like baby were, version of this. I mean, no, I don't... the
1: metamorphosis into your current form, basically.
0: Yeah. Well, then I kind of, like, went back into cocoon. Like, I had, like, the neck beard. I didn't have the mustache no, forever. I mean, you just didn't groom. I didn't groom. You know I groomed. But, like, not like... <laughs> The way you do now. Not the way you do now. Well, well I was bet I'm better at it now, but I definitely like used to line up the neck and everything. I just sucked Mm. at it. I used to fold the razor backwards and like clean up my cheeks. Oh my god. Instead of like now I have a straight razor that I use to like for for podcast listeners, I have like a lined up beard and for Mm -hmm. video listeners, like literally used to hit this line here. But he's like, fold a regular razor back, so just to the cheek. So I couldn't get the line perfectly straight, but I would never have hair, like, mm, over here.
1: My beard's just always going to be like this.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you don't groom it. That's it's, on you. It's hard.
1: Why is it hard? Because, like, it's always going to be patchy, like, I feel like. Because I don't, like, well, I, never, well, I haven't gone clean
0: shaven in, like, a while. But, like, the patchiness doesn't matter. If you're, like, are you brushing it every day? I guess not. Are you oiling it every day? I am oiling it. Like, But you're oiling it and you're not brushing it. Uh, a big part of, like, brushing, like, beard care uh comes in like keeping that hair incredibly moisturized as well as teaching it which ways to go if you go back and look at pictures of my beard a long time ago i actually like i didn't have a lot of the connection that i have now some of the connection i have now i don't really have i just have brushed it for years in a way that this hair grows long and it kind of covers up the missing gaps you can definitely have that, but also like lining up goes such a long way in making a beard more, look more mm. full, right? Knowing that some people like will keep like a neck beard but mm. the patches here and it's like no, go up to your jaw. That's annoying because like I, my hair grows back so quickly. It does. Yeah. It's it's dude. Yeah. I uh, I actually so I usually use a straight razor. Mm. Um, I picked up a derma blade, mm. which is like like it's for women. Uh, it's it's marketed for women mm. to like. Uh, shave between their eyebrows and like their their upper lip and stuff like that that. but i literally use it to brush right here and it's like this little pink uh little thing with a little razor tip and it goes really really well at keeping my beard lined up um i hope you guys are excited to be back to the uh, truth talk about bad bad days days. talk about bad days but just like um this last week we uh and i actually uploaded that today actually when the day that this is being filmed and it's coming out uh coming out tomorrow um, and this will come out a week later. So everything's going to be kind of confusing as to like what's viral and what's not viral and what the hell we're talking about. But mm-hmm. I did an interview with Brad Lambert, <clears throat> a good friend of mine, former manager and just like all-around good guy who had a couple of bad things happen to him, a some lot of very bad
1: days kind of, for him. He
0: had some Brad days and, and they weren't as, they weren't the brass stories, <laughs> they were just very rough. You made that joke on the podcast, didn't I you? I didn't. Oh, I was so embarrassed. Bro. I was so embarrassed. Golden opportunity. I almost titled it Brad Days. Oh. I'm, was- I could still fix it. I you could still could, fix you it. You could go back. Brad Day's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Brad um, days. I could put it in parentheses at the end of like the thing Brad Day's. but it just wasn't. It wasn't a jovial podcast. I don't mm. think it had the energy that this this podcast generally has, where we just kind of like talk and laugh and mm. love and 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 because it, it was more of like telling a narrative. Mm. So uh, I'm really excited to be back here with you, talking about whatever, talking about beard hell, talking about the depressive years of my high school days. The usual subjects. You know. For uh, we have a lot of new listeners, so a little intro into like my background. So I was like, "What kind of guy was hustling in high school?" Oh, I wasn't, bro. I wasn't super well loved in middle school and early high school. I think middle school I was like basically hated. I don't. I think I was. I was an asshole. I, I. you know, pick my personality of TV show characters. Um, and I'd chosen like characters from how I met your mother, but no specific characters are just like the worst parts of everybody. Mm. Um, and I thought like being rude was witty humor. Cause on television, you're like, you're ugly. And then like you hear a laugh track play and it's like in real life, <laughs> you're ugly. Man. And it's like, they, they cry and they're not <laughs> happy about it. Um, uh, yeah. so, uh, and then there was like a lot of racist people in high school as well as like adults, like school counselors, plus teachers, plus music, choir teachers, choir directors at certain middle schools that, aren't really good at navigating those kinds of situations. So it really breeds a toxic environment where things only get worse. Yeah. Um, so mm. I wasn't really well, I, I, I was hated in middle school. I wasn't well known or well liked in early high school. I, I mean, def- you had no protection. I did not. I had no family. I had no friends. I had nothing. No adults to run. Not for. anybody. Uh, but yeah, when I got into to high school, I didn't really have a ton of friends. Like the friend groups I did make, they weren't great for a long time. And then into like junior senior year, I rejoined choir, mm. which opened up a whole door for for old school friends again. We did show choir together. And, uh, you know, through that, I also got a little bit more confidence in, like, life and the day-to-day. I think I started to develop a bit of my own personality, but was still kind of that same asshole forever. Mm. I don't know. It took me a long time to break out of the mold. You fucking hated me then. Yeah. He couldn't stand me. Yeah, I manipulated
1: the life around him to force him into a different situation. that ended up being much worse for everyone involved. Explain that. Wait, wait. The, you, if, you I, if, I, if I hadn't have told the friend, basically, that you had an hour grade, like hey i hate this guy i don't want to be around him anymore if i hadn't done that then you would have been so close with all the lower grade people
0: which caused me to have the terrible ex-girlfriend plus the terrible yeah. friends and like the terrible situation yeah that bro drove me damn near to suicide multiple yeah, times so you you best caused buds, that best buds, <laughs> for those of you who think we're inseparable we're like, we've been friends since preschool we've known each other since preschool no, I knew, I, and i don't even remember
1: him i know he was there But I only remember Hizzard and Philip Michael. Well, you know, I remember you cry, baby. I I did cry all the time.
0: (laughs) Isaiah was a fucking (laughs) boogery-ass kid. He always had boogers.
1: Oh, man. I was crying because I didn't know how to clean my nose.
0: You were crying because you were sad your mom left. I was. You know how I used to make you laugh? What I had like a Power Rangers Wild Force light up sneakers, and I used to stomp on them, and you'd like laugh when the light went. Off. I don't remember. Yeah, it's like one of the most that. distinct memories That's of my crazy. childhood. That's crazy. I have no idea yeah, about that. Now I'm making you laugh on the big screen, yeah, on the silver screen, on the silver, of the silver of screen, of people's YouTube. monitors, depending on yeah. if they have silver. On little screens. phone screen, under your covers. on their iPhone. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, I have distinct memories <laughs> of that. I like remember clothes that you wore in preschool because like I just have that. I don't know, like hmm. I, like. I can see you in little outfits. You know, like sometimes you just remember people but you yeah. don't like and you have a vague idea of like what they dress like. Yeah. You know, but not specifically what they were wearing.
1: But like I don't remember a lot of things from that year. Or from like from, from being, that me year. being
0: from from that year, two thousand
1: and four. <laughs> was I it two thousand and four? Yeah, I was wow. Uh, yeah, it must
0: have been two that yeah. I was four years old yeah so that's 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 where we had our camaraderie but where we had our our angst and our anger was high school i actually liked him a lot i tried to be his friend we had probably more in common than any of our other friends but isaiah like dude he thought he was like the hottest shit i did not i did not i just <laughs> But wanted you a act like it life. you fucking acted like it i don't know i guess i, I could come across so like that but i was arrogant. so <laughs> i was so not we had so much in common at that point dude. at that point in our lives like between like the religious perspectives, right? We're surrounded by Christians, and neither of us really fit the mold. Mm. And then they—they're not just like Christians that are just like f- like believers and faith people. They're like people that like want to shove it down your throat. I and- remember there
1: there'd be times that I'd ask you about it, and then like, there'd be someone else around. They'd be like, "Ah, oh, shut up, listen, or some shit
0: like that, and you'd stop. I was like, oh no!" Every I don't get to learn anything else. Time, yeah. No one would let me talk. No one. No one wanted me to be damn like publicly Muslim, and and then I left Islam. I left Islam because of uh, now. I know it's because of you, because yeah. I because I joined that friend group and I had that girlfriend, and that girlfriend was Christian. So when she dumped me, it was like it was very much instead of saying like, "Hey, you're kind of annoying, and I don't really want to be with you," and <laughs> you know, I'm just not about this. It was a uh, when well, we don't have a future together, <laughs> because the Lord Jesus hasn't you know brought you into the yes, love you of don't His have life, the, the mandate of heaven. <laughs> so I just uh, so I ended up becoming Christian for a few years, and we're actually gonna do an episode pretty soon. Discussing religion start to finish with yeah. like like a, a really bunch cool, of folks, a really cool cast of friends, and reflects yeah, my religious knowledge. A little um, bit. I'm excited about it because I think the religious journeys of a lot of people are really interesting. I was so timid to share mine for years and years and years because when I became Christian in 2017, it was crazy how well accepted I became in society and in communities and stuff. One thing I w- I've always been curious, and I don't feel like I've gotten a straight answer.
1: Not not like you've been evasive or anything, mm-hmm. but like did you ever really believe in like the whole thing? Like no. Jesus was the I'll son give you, I'll of God. Give you t- I'll moment. give you as
0: much as I believe, right? Um, because I grew up Muslim mm-hmm. and I had like a back, like everything they were saying, they're like, this is a groundbreaking story about David and Goliath. Like you've never heard some, <laughs> you've never heard a tale such as this. This is a story about Jesus Christ, the son of God. Did you know like, about Jesus? Bro, you mean you, heard Pro- Jesus? you mean Prophet Isa Alay salam, who is also considered like a savior in Islam, and I'm not going to go into the minutia of Islam because I'm not I'm not Muslim anymore, and I can't I cannot stress that enough. Stop harassing me, Muslims. Are you Muslim? No, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Literally, anyone um, that hears your name, it's so it's frustrating because I and I'll get into the context on that in a little bit, but yeah, when you're uh, I could get behind pretty much everything. Like I could even. Get behind a level of um, Son of God, felt it felt wrong, but I could see like this is God's most loved prophet, right? Like, this is a really important part of that narrative. I could get behind that. I drew the line at the whole, like, if you don't believe that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, then you're going to burn in the fires of fucking hell. If you've done anything good in your life, you built you built a village and you, you you save people, you 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 save several people in a war or you you invented the cure for cancer and you don't believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior, you'll burn in fucking hellfire. Like so that pretty is pretty much like
1: from my from what I know about like the Abrahamic religions, at least the big 3. Copy paste it's like, it's basically the same thing, but Christians are the only one that has such a, like a, like a stupid hell. Yeah. They don't like, no one else really has hell the way that Christianity
0: does. Islam does. I mean, but like not, I but guess Islam the, afterlife, also, the
1: afterlife functions differently based on how you live your life. It's not, it's more about like the, the acceptance bro, Islam, than like the deeds that you actually Islam do. Islam
0: hits it on the nail of ours. Like, like as human beings, what is the most easily adaptable like way to, um, compute the afterlife, mm-hmm. right? Your good deeds must outweigh your sins. It mm. doesn't mean don't sin. It doesn't mean you cannot do this, and you're reprehensible. And and if you don't do the specific thing, you'll always burn in hell. It's like it's about works. Yeah, it's about Should good works good and good, good deeds. But but I also didn't like that because the motherfuckers would like always like I'd do a good thing and be like, oh my god, Allah will reward you for that. You're getting lots of lots of sawab, which is like good deeds and it's like good prayers, or whatever. And I was like, man, I don't give a fuck. Like I was trying to be a nice guy. <laughs> it's like it's like
1: the same thing with like you get more jewels to the crown. But like anything in Christianity, they're like it doesn't make any sense like why you would do anything wrong like anything right ever if you can just like be like oh god forgive me yeah and then like it'll, he just has to cause that's part of the I, deal dude, I remember
0: thinking I was so smart in the 8th grade and like <laughs> going to fucking Christian people and being like yeah. so you're telling me she can just kill somebody <laughs> and then right after and say look Jesus Christ yeah. is my savior and then they're like yeah, if she truly really accepts it, that's a that's a quote from Noah. Oh. That's a quote from Noah in the eighth grade. I remember we were who at the Willow Trace Pool. Noah's our friend that's been on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I've been told I make this podcast damn near inaccessible to people who don't know us. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> who didn't grow up in our town. Mm-hmm. So this is me giving like a little bit of context to that, but... Yeah, as far as personal journeys and stuff, I, I, I think I wanted to, but I just couldn't get past that gap. And then when it was, it was a, a kid named James who sat me down. He was a great friend of mine at the time, and he literally looked at me. And uh, my mom at the time was sick. My sister, to this day, devout Muslim, wonderful, wonderful woman in every way. My sister's like one of my favorite people on the planet. And uh, he's like, hey, I'm going to read next. Hey, Hasan, how do you feel knowing that your mom and your sister are going to hell? At this time, I think my mom is dying. So, how do you feel? And you know how I responded? I got up and left. I was at Zaxby's. I got in my car and I went home. I didn't talk to him. And that's the reason, James, if you're listening, that's why we're not friends. If you ever wondered why I don't talk to you anymore. But the thing about that is like...
1: it's not like the people themselves come up with the religion. Like they kind of, they just fall in with, because I can't like impugn anyone's character if they take it more like seriously. You
0: can't, you can't. I think that's, that's the argument of some of our other friends of like, Hey, you can't fault the religion. You can fault the people. And it's like, or you can't, you can't yeah. fault the people you can fault. It was one of the two, right? It, it's
1: actually the first one, but I think the, the reality is the second. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the, the fundamentals of the religion kind of,
0: kind of skewed the people one way or the other. Yeah, I don't know if it's the fundamental of the original faith. I also think like Christianity has always operated on this like very nonsensical, whimsical Mm -hmm. like methodology of like everything they believe is pure fiction. And they constantly reinforce it being fiction. Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. And those guys like. Don't exist because that's not their name. Paul,
1: like he never actually met. Okay. uh, He never actually like met Jesus. Like not while Jesus was living. He had like a vision of him. And then that's where, like, that's you know, you know.
0: Yeah. No, I it's know. It's really it's like looking at it's like really. It's, <laughs> and, and 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 like I'm not kinda... going to speak, and this is going to be more for the episode that's specifically yeah. about this. We'll stop touching on this in a moment, but um, with Islam, a lot of that religion is built around like indisputable facts and theories that mm. can't be disproven at this point.
1: Because Islam was smart and it picked up from where Judaism left off, rather than
0: like it absorbed Christianity and Judaism. Yeah. It absorbed the two religions and it said that it was brought onto earth as the final chapter to rectify the damage done onto by culture and society to the mm. other religions because them at their core were the correct narrative by God. And then it was changes perversed and, and altered to be what it is today. There are things like, like I brought up the name of all the apostles and that's the name. That's the, the people who write the books. What are they called? Are they called apostles? What are they called? Um,
1: I don't know. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, Apostle Paul and everything. Yeah.
0: No, they're, that's not their name. They're so adamant that that is their name, but they're not. There, it's not their name. It's never been their name. What do you mean? You think his name was fucking Paul? I mean, no. It's no, not but like- but like that's crazy. It's fucking insane. It's fucking dog shit, bat shit crazy that <laughs> you can you can literally talk about a guy, yeah, and talk about his name. And it's not his actual name and he's a big part of your religion your belief like wouldn't you want to call him the thing that he was Mm. supposed to be called why is jesus a fucking white guy and like all their depictions like it feels insane to me that it is like that Mm. because those like people really when they look into their mind and they're praying to jesus they see Mm. white bearded boy yeah they see alex yeah literally but that's like that's kind of like
1: protestantism and islam have a very similar like point when they're trying to like purify it like the protestants thought the catholics were adding on all a bunch of this nonsense about like saints that's not actually in the bible or whatever and then like islam was kind of like being like no we can like take some key components out and, like, really purify everything. Make right, it it and then they went
0: out of their way to say that, like, here's the original text. It will never be altered. And mm-hmm. to this day, you can pick up a Quran at Barnes and & Noble and it'll <laughs> have the original Islamic text. You pick up a Bible and tell me that's what Jesus wrote down in a book. I, mean,
1: I probably, you, you talked about that, but I probably, if I would have talked to you a bit more, I probably would have ended up being Muslim.
0: I think had I never met the ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. and I, like, spent more time with that, I would have stayed Muslim. Here's
1: where where I this fall. This like learning about African history specifically. It's like a lot of ancestral
0: times. Where I live these days, as far as like my religious and my faith values are concerned, I, I definitely still like have a belief in God and there's not much more than that that I feel like needs to be done. I live my life by a moral code that... Maybe it was loosely inspired by Islam, but it's certainly not predicated on its, you know, wh- what is a demand of its faith and what is not a demand of its faith. It's just what I feel works best for me, and I feel much happier that way. I know that Christianity had a really big um, musical component at church and a really big community component, and that's because we live in a Christian society as far as the community is concerned. And if y'all want to challenge any of our claims on Christianity, you can put it in the comments. Oh, go we for have a it. We can't. We'd love to do that. But yeah, uh, they had that component and music is a big part of my life and and I don't know about Islam like I really don't know the intricacies of like how much is music accepted in Islam and Mm. blah 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 blah. like I don't know a lot of that but I just realized like I don't want to I don't want to learn any more about it. I don't really want to push the envelope because I don't, I don't really want to be Muslim. Like I sincerely don't want to be, Mm. I did my time with it. And then as far as the other thing, like earlier I mentioned that I am unhappy with, uh, with Muslim people thinking that I'm Muslim. It is Mm. because I am constantly, constantly judged and harassed, which is specifically against Islam. My Muslim sister and I talk about all the time where she like literally sick to her stomach reading my comment section because we have like, uh, I believe in the rights of fucking everybody. Okay. LGBTQ plus happy fucking pride month. Because why would I believe anything else? You know, when you say God, you know, yeah, the Lord, <laughs> the Lord condemns them. Yeah. You know, the- but also, um, you know, the place that preaches at the most, Southern Baptist churches, mm-hmm. uh, they got about 700 cases of sexual assault to deal with these days. If you guys look into the... And even worse than that, they have women speaking in the church. Uh, women in the church? Uh, Never! <laughs> Why would you do that? The letters from Paul. Did you ever I'm read sure the letter from Paul? Known. Paul said, women, be gone. <laughs> 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 like, um, but mm. yeah, uh, I get harassed a lot by Muslim fans. And, and, it, and the thing is, like, I've always been open about my faith i've never really denied the fact that i'm not muslim anytime it's asked of me and then you got people in these comment sections literally like berating me about their own moral values saying like everything i do is haram which means it's a sin or they're saying oh my gosh yeah, how dare you just turn against the faith all these people doing their wokeism trying to stay more relevant and going against the faith I whether I was famous or not, I definitely reached a point in my life where I'm like, how dare I play part of this this ridiculous narrative of of disparaging people for who they love? I was like childishly in love with somebody who was the worst person, the worst thing that's ever happened to me for years, and I couldn't like fucking snap myself out of it. I couldn't get myself out of it, mm. and I'm supposed to tell a loving man and another loving man that you guys cannot love each other based on the fact that my religion says so? Fuck no get out of here. And also the religions don't say so. Like they just like historically don't, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. They don't take a lot of time in, in Islam or Christianity to focus on same sex relationship. They take a lot more focus on the actual, I don't know, travesties and calamities of the we world. We care
1: so much about like, you can just be like, Oh, that's weird. And then move on with your life. But instead you have to have a whole like political, social like movement around like making people feel like they don't belong
0: anywhere yeah no i would love to talk about it um a big podcast that i've been listening to recently is ear biscuits with rhett and link mm. and they do a whole religious deconstruction so we're gonna have that episode soon we apologize huh. for opening regular bad days with 20 minutes of god talk but oh well it, it's important that you guys learn the ways of the lord most the lord thing about you the, the most important thing it's your concept of i sound like fucking <laughs> ewan mcgregor's obi-wan Kenobi. <laughs> You must worship the Jedi Council, Anakin.
1: I haven't seen seen more than two episodes of that
0: show. Of Obi-Wan? Yeah. I haven't seen any. Oh, really? I thought you were reviewing it. I have to finish *Revenge of the Sith* tomorrow night. Mm. Finish my last review of that. For those of you who don't know, I do reviews on absolutely Marvel and DC with the comic story and about lots and lots of movies and TV. Thankfully, most of my shows are done right now, so I'm in like a little bit of a window where I don't have to review as much. Mm-hmm. But we're doing *Star Wars*. I've never seen the *Star Wars* prequels actually up until a couple years ago. I hadn't even seen the original *Star Wars* trilogy. Mm. Uh, but we're making our way through it. *Revenge of the Sith* is the last one we're seeing, and then I'm gonna binge watch Obi One so I can get to the finale and give my thoughts on that as like a fresh *Star Wars* fan as opposed to mm. a jaded guy who's always hated it or a um, blind little virgin nerd on TikTok who's screaming. When you read the, the paragraph essay, oh, Star essays, Wars fans. They, Star awful. Wars fans are the <laughs> fucking worst people. Ever. I'm a man with two lightsabers Dude. in the corner of my studio. Mm-hmm. Star Wars fans are the Suck. worst people ever. Like, What is wrong with y'all? Literally, the, the, if I showed you how long the comments are on that video- Bro. Just goes on endlessly. Never start because they get everything tied in. They
1: think Kathleen Kennedy is like Satan herself. They like, they, they <laughs> have. Kathleen
0: Kennedy does have some bad takes. Yeah, yeah. Most but they, recently. She's like a,
1: a CEO, she's like a corporate person.
0: It's crazy how they stupid corporate people are. Yeah. Like, everybody who works at Warner Brothers, have you ever thought a thought in your whole no. life? in your entire existence because good lord stop making movies if you don't know how (laughs) kathleen kennedy recently came out and said they're no longer going to make movies that recast characters from the original trilogy at all because they can't based on the performance of solo which solo was the very first star wars movie to come out within the same calendar year as another star wars movie and a Star Wars movie that was so poorly received. They always draw the wrong conclusions about like making like. So what
1: they do is they they'll, they'll like have a movie with the, like a bad concept and like a bad story, but there's like one thing that's actually good about it. But then because like it performs poorly because it's bad, they like take everything away. They like take like pour the bath the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. That's, that's the best bathwater
0: out? Pour the bathwater <laughs> out.
1: Bath out with the baby, <laughs> bro. They <laughs> <laughs> you just, yeah. you tend to pour the baby out. Of course, of but, course, uh, of course. But yeah, it's like, that's how they, they don't actually seem to know or like be in touch with what the audience is saying. And that's what a lot a lot of Star Wars are angry about because they don't feel like they're being heard. But they're also like the worst. So it's complicated. It is. It is.
0: And I do feel like, I mean, there's things like, God, Star Wars fans have been clamoring for years for Mark Hamill to be recasted as the the beautiful amazing wonderfully talented sebastian stan did mm-hmm. i use all those descriptive words to mark- buy me time because i forgot what his <laughs> name was, <laughs> I was like, what's his yeah. name i forgot yeah, too yeah, yeah. sebastian uh, stan mark, mark hamill's even tweeted yeah. about he it he posted like a, a instagram
1: and, a, and twitter thing they about look
0: it. incredibly like and yeah. not that the deepfake stuff has hasn't been incredible mm. it's been awesome but here's uh, my my pitch to star wars before we move on because i think we should probably just jump into an am i the asshole honestly sure, yeah, let's do it. but my my pitch for Star Wars is that you create the Star Wars multiverse only so that you could then write off the most recent trilogy. Mm. Not that you write off those actors you don't bring them back but you bring back versions of their characters that actually feel compelling, interesting and nuanced, right? Mm-hmm. You So you don't worry about that because that's Fucking forty years in the future, you pick up where you left off. Where Luke is a badass Jedi fucking master, where you are in Book of Boba Fett and everywhere else with Luke and Ahsoka and the Mandalorian all together. You recast Luke. Hopefully, you keep Mark Hamill on set to help with some deliveries. You help him with Sebastian Stan, but Sebastian Stan is Luke Skywalker. Yeah. You give us a Luke series. What he was doing in between that time? Show him not starting have a Jedi all the, Temple. All
1: the books you, you retconned all those, so you may as well. Put something well, in and between. also
0: like. Please just don't bring like like Luke starting a Jedi school off of his values is such a cool concept mm. because it's not the ca- it's not the values of the Jedi Council, which I'm now coming to learn. They're just a bunch of virgin nerds and a scary cult. Yeah, they, they suck. suck. They, they, they're they suck. Awful. They're the worst. <laughs> they're equally as bad as the Sith. Mm-hmm. They're so bad. We're not going to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about goddamn Star Wars because you know what? I promised us mother hugging structure. Am I the asshole I re- for liking Star Wars? Am I the asshole for thinking that <laughs> Star Wars is bad because Ryan Johnson's a weirdo? Am
1: I the asshole for not liking SJW Force diversity in my Star Wars? Okay.
0: What's wrong with Ryan Johnson? Because he made an incredible, knives out an incredible film. Star upon, Wars? upon
1: reflection, okay. I don't like the last. Okay. We're, we're just going to be talking about Star Wars. It's fine.
0: <laughs> you have two minutes. Okay. Okay.
1: I don't like The Last Jedi. I'm not one of those people that don't like The Last Jedi, though. Like, I get what it was going for. I don't think it was executed well. Like, it was it trying to fucking pick-me, dude. It was trying to... <laughs> it was going for, like... It was like, oh, the... Like, the, the female characters are, like... They're teaching the male characters. They don't have to take all these, like, dangerous risks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they can just be... They can be heroes in, like, different ways. But, like... It doesn't work when, like... the How how it ended. But that's so.
0: all I'll say. <laughs> The Last Jedi mm-hmm. sucks. The reason it sucks is because it throws out every single thing that fans wanted. And at the end of the day, Star Wars is a franchise that has always been... like, like We added porks to that movie to sell a product. I don't have a problem with it, but make that product worth buying. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with the commercialization of movies. But you know what would have been a much more interesting novelty in that film um ray actually getting to train with badass luke skywalker mm. luke skywalker who's maybe hurt maybe he's fatally wounded and that's why he can't join the fight mm. but he's definitely not some grouchy asshole piece of shit because he's that's not what he was at the end of his movies like
1: even if he thought the jedi were wrong he would have done his own thing with it and he did but then he yeah. Yeah.
0: right yeah. right right no 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 so that's that's where i fall on that camp right I think that that Ryan Johnson thought he was so incredible when it's that scene where it ends with her handing him the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And then he just had him throw it off the cliff, and he thought he like talked about that, that how much he laughed at that. There's some really cool ideas put in those movies, and I don't think it's any actor's fault for any of you guys going to no, actor's store. No, 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 yeah. Oh my god, we can't do Star Wars talk. It's been 30 minutes. <laughs> this podcast isn't that long. God damn this it. Perfectly. This long is enough. this is one of those things where like we used to suck at filling time on this podcast, and now we can just like. Now just go. We can just fucking go. What happened here? But you know what? Am I the asshole? I 31 male. <laughs> Nice tradition, bro. Okay, 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 okay. So we're gonna do some bad days, right? We're gonna talk about some people's bad days and maybe show them their best stories, right? And and maybe they're titled "Am I the asshole?" We're we're gonna call them bad days, and it would be funny. Am I the bad day? Is was this a bad day or is it my best story? (laughs) Hashtag. Was it a bad day or is this my best story? Was it a bad day or is this my best story? I, 31, male, took my terminally ill friends virginity before she passed away. Today is her one year anniversary since she passed away and I cannot stop thinking about her. She was my friend for six years. Her cancer came back aggressively. She told us she doesn't want to go through chemo again. So she planned to enjoy the time she had left before that. She was also kind of a homeboy who was one of the only person who I was close to in a small group of friends. One night when we were all drinking, she admitted to me that she was still a virgin. But she didn't want to lose it to just any stranger. At least somebody she trusts before she goes. That person was me. She didn't force me to do anything I didn't want to. She asked me, but was willing to drop it and pretend it never happened if I decided to say no. We decided to make it extra special, got a nice hotel room, got those fake candles all over the room, made it more romantic. It was the first time I ever had sex with somebody I loved, but wasn't in love with, if that makes any sense. It was still a very intense experience, not in a bad way. There was a lot of emotions. Even though she seemed happy, she got to lose her virginity to to someone she trusts, part of me wonders if I did take advantage. If I was wrong for saying yes. It's just hard cuz I miss her so much and I'm still glad I uh I'm still glad at least to give her something before she left. Is this guy an asshole? Hmm. Is it taking advantage of? I think that, that is what a
1: gray area. Because on if you're reading it just plainly, like she asks for it and she was willing to ignore it. And he said yes. So she asked for it and he said yes. So it's like that's perfectly consensual, perfectly fine, like on the
0: surface. Up until we take that exact phrasing, mm-hmm. she asked for it, mm. so he gave it to her. And you put it on like a minor, like a 17-year-old and a 23-year-old, mm-hmm. right? Because that's immediately like she asked for it, so he mm. gave it to her, right? That's wrong. But even taking that out, like power, it, it could be argued that because she's in like a
1: – like if, you're, if you know you're about to die, like – you're in...
0: It's about damn time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hudson loves Lizzo.
1: Moving on. Please. <laughs> <laughs> if you are like terminal, right? Yeah. You can't like... Be, I'm sure you can think straight, but like you're, you're gonna... Your your decisions that you make in your last days are gonna be like very like emotionally based and it sounds like that's what what's happening here. So like... It could be argued that he was like kind of taking advantage of someone that was vulnerable and was like – he should have said like no because like – but if like – if if it's her like last few days and she wants to do something and he also wants to do it, I don't see anything wrong with that.
0: So I think the question lies in the morality of her life, mm-hmm. right? Was virginity outside of marriage something that like her – life values that she had led against it and then you use that to inform whether or not it was an okay decision to make hmm. because it would i would feel like it's taking advantage if it's like somebody who's a devout something christian muslim whatever and they don't like it, it is they, they were devout and they've openly talked about how they love their religion and their faith meant everything to them then it feels like you're taking advantage of a really emotionally charged situation hmm. a really vulnerable state but if it's just someone right who yeah. has no morals or values as far as we know they're stuff,
1: just like some person with no strong belief system at all so yeah
0: Hey, I respect it. Yeah, good for him. That, that I mean, that's, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Good for for that couple of people, and I'm sorry for your loss. That's really heartbreaking. Yeah. It sucks. It does indeed. Mm. Man, were you upset at me for the Lizzo thing? No,
1: I could never be upset at you. Do you know how much I love Lizzo? I I do. I always I tell everyone. I love that
0: song. <laughs> I love that song.
1: Love that song, Lizzo by Lizzo. It's
0: about damn time. In a minute. For a while, I thought the song... It's when I first heard it. It's not for a while, okay? (laughs) Is this bad? Is it bad? The thing I said earlier, the lyrics I said by accident? I mean... So the lyrics are... In a minute, I'm gonna need a man or woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, walking in my Valencia. Feeling... Want to bring out the fabulous. Now, I, based on Lizzo's satirical style of humor on TikTok constantly thought she said the fat bitch lust now (laughs) i feel insane now for saying that because i've listened to this song a thousand times on every one of my playlists lizzo i love you Mm -hmm. okay but i did initially hear trying to bring out the fat bitch lust i don't give a fuck way too much like
1: (laughs) i I guess that would have it fits with their brand like how she does everything but yeah i did not hear that at all i never once heard that
0: (laughs) <laughs> no. All right, moving on. Am I the ass? <laughs> Am I the yeah, asshole? So not wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Am I the asshole for thinking that Lizzo's song lyric, where she said, in a minute, i'm wait, wait, no, hold on. Am I the ass you're, you're What gonna- is the end lyric? What is the end lyric? uh Fabulous. Wait, before that, what is the sense that leads up to uh, it? In a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental, sentimental m- m- man or woman to pump me up. up. Feeling fussy, walking in my valencia's yes, he's okay. Am I the asshole for thinking the Lizzo lyric in It's About Damn Time was walking in my he's trying to bring out the fat bitch lust?
1: <laughs> that, that's it that's about as long as the title. Yeah. As yeah. usually is on those.
0: <sighs> I know it's fabulous and I'm this so does. sorry, Lizzo. I'm so sorry.
1: Apologize to the rest of us, eh?
0: No, 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 no. Yes. Chris the editor will love this. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to the next, Am I the Asshole? Hmm. You have a more formal, old school one. Um, I think for this one, I just don't want to put the "Bad Days, Best Stories" thing on there because it's pretty. I think it's kind of dark. Mm. Uh, oh, actually, I haven't read the whole thing. I just read the title. Okay. So I feel as though it feels feels like when it's when it's family stuff involved, mm. and I read the word "spite" in a title, like this might be pretty mean spirited. Uh, so let's see. Am I the asshole for changing party plans last minute to spite my half sister, my half sister Heather, and I really never got along? We are both 24. My father left my mother for her mother and we were both born in the same month, 20 days apart. It's always been weird. It doesn't help that Heather's mom hates me and my mom. By extension, Heather and I didn't have the best relationship. She's always tried to one-up me, even though we have similar economic backgrounds. I can give examples of this, but for time's sake and the word limit, I won't write them here. So now my fiance and I got engaged last month and had our engagement party coming up this Saturday. We had planned it originally to be a casual, formal event. Nice dresses, but not I'm going to the Met Gala ball nice. More like we're going to a good restaurant nice. Anyway, my cousin hits me up saying he has to show me someone. It was a picture of the dress Heather was going to wear. The dress. Jesus Christ. It can only be be described as opulent. It was long and white, strapless sewn in with crystals and golden accents. I'm pretty sure it's a wedding dress, but I can't be a hundred percent. This made me really mad. So I decided, fuck that. I started texting people telling them there was there'd been a change of plans and instead of a casual formal party, we decided to make it a costume party. Wow. And how I understood it mm-hmm. was that it was a brother and his half sister Heather. I always get the gender wrong. It was a woman yeah, who's got engaged. Yeah, and Heather is her sister. Yeah, her half sister. Her half sister. Yeah, and she is Heather's half sister. Yeah, correct. Okay, so I thought I thought the woman was a man. Why would you <laughs> care about this dress? <laughs> because she can't. You don't want you don't want a, uh, your half sister show up in a wedding dress at your wedding. Hmm. Or your wedding engagement party to you? Yeah. Not at that's all. That's weird. That's super weird. Uh, you're not the asshole. That's like... That's Plug like... Heather. That's like... That's like fan fiction
1: kind of like evil. It's like almost like... Fan fiction like, evil? It's like like someone that just like devised the most evil fucking thing they could possibly do. I'm going to wear a wedding dress
0: to my sister's wedding. It's, it's weird. It's wacky. It's dark. It's a wacky one. It's dark. It's, it's a... It's, it's a People, like, hate their family. Uh, PSA, if you don't like your family, don't be around them. I've never been so angry at
1: anyone in my family that I do something, like, deliberately weird and, like, messed up toward them. Hmm. Anybody in your family, Isaiah? That, come that I on, would God. like ruin their lives and like ruin the best moment of their life? No. Oh, no, no. no. Not that, you know, bad, that but People like, I dislike it in any organization.
0: In any organization? <laughs> you know, when you signed up to be a part of your family? I was like, oh, I'm going to be a part of this here institution. Oh, man. Um, so this is a weird question. Some of the Ear Biscuits podcast. Who's somebody you're jealous of? Like, just like putting that out mm. there. There's no judgment here. Who is somebody? They can be a friend. They can be a celebrity. They can be somebody working in the field that you're working in. You can take some time to sit with it. I'll go ahead and say mine. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't been thinking about it long. So I'm going to continue to like do the thing where I do where it's like verbal diarrhea until I come up with mm-hmm. the thing. Because even when I'm doing this, I'm actually actively thinking about the thing She's where thinking right now. for years I was so jealous of our best friend Trent. Mm. I was so jealous of him. Um, I was jealous because Trent... He is. He's handsome. He's good looking. Um, especially here in Southern Alabama, he's like six four. Oh, Central he's Alabama. Central, yeah, Central Alabama. Six four. He's white. He runs track. Super duper. Wonderful guy. Like, f- as far as a friend is concerned, I mean, he is top shelf friend. He's been gone for almost a year now. He moved forever ago. And he's still probably, like, second in line to be my best man behind this guy, right? So, like, that's the level of incredible guy he is. But uh, we had a lot of, like, mutual friends. And I think friends that appreciated both of us similarly throughout life. Mm-hmm. And then when... Uh, when he, he moved from Oklahoma back to Auburn where all my friends were staying, over time, it, it was made very clear to me that everybody like loved and valued him far more mm. for just being there. Like He's a wonderful guy, but he wasn't investing in them the way that I was, mm. but they loved him more. And I always really, really envied that. It was, it was a very sick jealousy. I think he's wonderfully, amazingly charismatic, and I can't wait to leave visits because God knows he'll be a guest on this podcast. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's definitely somebody I was jealous of.
1: I've, this is going to sound so... I'm not, like, full of myself in any way, all right? But, like, I've always been jealous of different people at, at different times. Like, I, I used to be really jealous of my brother because it seemed like he was just effortlessly good at everything I wanted to be good at. Like, he had, like, plenty of friends. He could, like, sing and dance. He was really handsome. He's pretty gay. Pretty gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just wanted to Take that, I ladies. Love- yeah, yeah take that. You couldn't even get him in the first place. He's gorgeous. You can't have him. Because, like, they'd always, like, the girls in my grade would always say, oh, is that who's who, is that Fine Boy? Is Fine Boy your brother? Fine Boy?
0: Fine Boy? Yeah, as they'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah, and they're you know, like racist. We and, don't look alike. In retrospect,
1: just because someone says someone else, is, they don't. They're not saying that you're unattractive just because they're saying someone else is. Attractive. But like in my stupid like thirteen year old mind, I was like, oh, I'm just fucking weird and ugly, and no one's gonna like me. Every no, 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 oh, okay, okay. Like, okay.
0: I know you're saying that. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're wrong for feeling that way at that age. Like, I don't yeah, retro- I mean, I'm not like. I, I can't mean, it's it's like that's like a very valid feeling mm-hmm. of like, I'm ugly because they think this person. Nobody. How often were people calling you attractive growing up? Never. How often are <laughs> people calling me attractive growing up? Never. But, but, I, I, Never. I, I, think, I
1: thought about that, but do people like call the people that they, they actually go up to them and tell them ever, or is that just something that you, we hear about? Like, through, but you like,
0: know, you know it. Like mm. even people who are attractive, they know they're attractive because it's like it'll 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 be strung into conversation very casually. Mm. Like, well, we know you're good looking and then you're doing this and hmm. you're doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you went to Walmart and then this woman talked to you, but you know, it's because you're handsome. Whatever. Yeah, no, like,
1: I never got any, any of that besides like in my family. Like, oh, oh, those dimples get you in trouble. Or
0: like no one ever, ever like. Where's the
1: trouble, huh? <laughs> Auntie
0: something. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> those dimples are going to get you into some <laughs> hot water. What water? What water? Mima? Where is it? <laughs> there was no hot nothing. <laughs> nothing happened here. oh goodness yeah uh, no I never got that at all no one ever told me I was attractive no one ever had crushes on me I think that's probably one of the most heartbreaking parts of like Mm -hmm. our developmental years no one had crushes on us and you look back and it's like how many girls had a crush on Noah Mm. but I feel I feel like
1: maybe I was just in my own head and I didn't notice some stuff but like because in retrospect like I didn't take care of myself any like better or worse than anyone else especially in middle school specifically I was like we were all just kids so I don't know why I I don't know I don't know Yeah, it's hard. So but I, I, it, your brother comes to mind. I was jealous of him because like, you know, all the stuff and I, I've, I guess like, that's the only person I, because like now that I'm older, I just know that even if someone is like, seems like they have it all together, I know for a fact that like they're probably dealing with some extra bullshit behind the scenes.
0: If you guys think my life it's because is because being
1: friends friend with you definitely helped me in the being jealous aspect. You guys like, can
0: look up my Instagram and see that I just got my blue check mark yeah. on Thursday and, and I'm, I'm famous. not jealous. <laughs> on that same day, I received a text message that was a image of my aunt who had half of her face busted open by my cousin and i'm not even going to get into the intricacies of that whole situation or whatever Mm -hmm. but like i'm making it look like oh i'm killing it blue check mark hey look look at me i'm fucking famous now oh boy (laughs) but you know i'm always going to be behind the scene i think that's that's such an adult adult piece of reasoning that they just don't tell kids Mm. they no, none of our parents fucking told us that like oh dude everybody's going through shit all the time and not one person has their shit together
1: nobody nobody so there's no reason to be jealous of anyone because like even if you feel like you're way, way, way behind, like, even people that are way ahead of you feel
0: the same way. They're just looking at someone else, you know? So back, I mean, and and I know you're saying that's a very thoughtful, like, you know, intelligent way to say that. But mm. who are you jealous of other than that? Like, are I'm there not, any, like, like any, really, anybody whose careers you've always envied? Like, you want I guess that career? I like,
1: I'd love to have it's a, a few people's careers, I guess I'd like to emulate. Who comes to mind? I like definitely Donald Glover, like the way he can just be a writer. Oh my god, he's an everyman. He didn't have to like do anything musical ever again. The reason
0: I struggle so much with not being as talented a musician as you guys is because I want to, not you specifically, Mm. like our friends are all really wonderful talented musicians who don't do anything with that. Mm. They like have played a couple gigs here and there in their life but they have no intention to do anything with what I think is probably one of the most immaculate gifts you could ever really have. I'm really I'm I'm often jealous of that because, uh, you know, vocally the Mickey voice damaged my vocal cords a lot. It's gonna I need to get a vocal coach to try and hmm. navigate that the waters of that at some point down the road. Um, but Donald Glover is somebody that I'm really I'm really jealous of. I really aspire he's to. Be not, with he's not he's a good Glover. singer,
1: but he's not like a super. He's not known for him his singing specifically. He's just known for like the the, the way he composes. He yeah. has a nice voice, but like it's not like it's like Frank Ocean. Not not anything crazy.
0: You don't think Frank Ocean's doing something crazy? What's wrong with you? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he definitely, he's one that comes to mind. Being like a triple threat, like I'm i am currently like a comedian and a writer, and I've been a songwriter, mm. uh, but there's still like a couple more things I want to like get down in that bucket list so I can be like a Donald Glover type. And I've been more, I just don't really envy any, any specific
1: person anymore. I, I get more jealous of concepts like... Healthcare like yeah i'm jealous that we don't have good health care i'm jealous like, like sometimes like especially earlier on when i was learning about history i was jealous of like other other minorities because they got to be like they got to have a connection to like where they came from even even as an african-american you don't you have to like actively search it out but like other folks they can just have it granted and some folks don't like that they can give it up if they want and that's like a choice that i'm never going to ever be able to get
0: some people don't some people who have other people that look the exact same color then live in the same community as them don't get that choice. Like, I didn't get yeah. that choice. I was not welcomed by my culture, and my mm-hmm. culture wasn't one that welcomed me. Like, I I, like, I didn't like it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, There's that. that's... That's something interesting, but they, they did this on ear biscuits where they talked about that that like what are you jealous of and and uh, Rhett took it in a more I'm like I'm not
1: jealous of that anymore I'm I'm comfortable being oh CEO. I'm, not, like, je- yeah, I'm no, not I'm not fucking, I don't have a complex thing. i just like what I'm my thought process absolutely about not it.
0: jealous of Trent anymore yeah like why would I be I love him to death but I'm I'm good having my I, life I, I and there there own shit, of shit going on now yeah I don't I don't need his life and like I'm not jealous of. Uh, specifically like our friends, musical talent necessarily, like not in that regard. Hmm. I, I, I like wish I had it, but at the same time, I'm not like upset that they do. And I think I used to be like, it was that it was, that. I, was I was like, ah, they can fucking sing the diddly and I have to, <laughs> I a... can just try. <laughs> um, uh, sing the diddly. Sing the diddly. Um, yeah. That's definitely stuff that comes to, comes to mind pretty often. Hmm. I don't have any more. Am I the Essels? Really? Yeah, I only save the two because that's your job. Oh, rats! Yeah, <laughs> so we got to do we got to do this old school. We're gonna pad time for twenty more minutes, twenty five more minutes. I'm down. Um, and I hate that I just said that during the episode, so you guys know I'm bullshitting. No, I'm kidding. There's a lot of stuff to, to talk about. I want to get like more in depth on on Glimpse of Us, honestly. Yeah. Um, I mean, we gave a little bit of context at the beginning of this, and and it, there's definitely context in the individual video about it, but the cultural impact this song had is really interesting to me mm. because the point was brought up if Olivia Rodrigo had made this song how different the dialogue would be about it the discourse about mm. it would I be think, totally different okay this is going to be a controversial opinion
1: i think oh no but i think right now because of the wave of social justice which is good i think we're more willing to accept these kinds of complex like nuanced maybe hurtful expressions of emotion in like in, in women and like in female artists more so than male artists i think that's being displayed by this uh, this whole controversy i think not like it's like oh men have it but like
0: you're a misinterest (laughs) you're a misogynist
1: i think right (laughs) now it's like the way this is like olivia rodrigo like not it was like what a year ago when she her whole thing popped uh, two years year and 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 a ago year and a half, yeah and like those are some really it wasn't like a cut and dry
0: situation like but everyone automatically was like oh she's expressing herself like, looking let her be. back looking back joshua bassett got like i mean he was a young guy yeah to be being put through that publicly and then he got dumped by both girls at the end of all that
1: yeah it sucks yeah but like, but she's fine because she's like, oh, she's a young woman. She's coming in. She's like expressing. It. And it's like, it's good that we're having this, uh, like that shouldn't, we shouldn't dial that back for women, but we should always, we should also allow that kind of same range of emotion for men as well.
0: I think, so I spend a lot of time on TikTok and I feel like I end up on a certain side of it, which is like the toxic female side every once in mm. a while. Like, I don't know how I stumble across it. But it's very like call her daddy, and for those of you who don't listen to the call her daddy podcast, like it's funny because I've seen a TikTok of a girl making fun of it where it's like, so you think your man is cheating, so you better cheat on him, mm. and then he should start cheating on you, and then you guys should date other people. Yeah. And, and start I don't cheating think that's, on that I don't
1: know how popular that necessarily is. Like in the, I mean,
0: call her daddy is the most popular. What is literally been one of the top five podcasts for the last three but years like running.
1: In the real world, like no, the ideology yeah. of like how yeah. women date, I don't think I don't know. If I sick. don't
0: necessarily. And then there's a lot of the the interview channels that have really really taken mm. off that are like. Like they're like at Bourbon Street or in Tuscaloosa and on the strip and they're just interviewing drunk women and they're like, "Have you ever cheated on your man?" Yeah. All right, <laughs> uh, where'd you cheat? In his bedroom with his little brother. <laughs> it's like always like really fucked up stuff and then and they're like, "Do you do you feel bad about it?" No. Mm-hmm. Or oh, have you ever cheated? Yes, but it was with a famous athlete, so it's okay. That's a real quote. And then she accidentally like tells who the athlete is, which is really funny. The thing is like.
1: It's it's basically what I said before. It's like we shouldn't be so like like everything a man could want, it seems like some especially when you're like in leftist spaces or like you like analyze everything from like a left leaning lens, it's like, oh, you just want this because of like you have unrealistic expectations for like body and, and stuff like that. But if a woman is wanting something like the male equivalent, it's like, Oh, she should be able to express herself however she wants And I and like I I know the impacts on society are not at all comparable. But like I don't know, I feel like the discourse should be a bit more equalized there
0: i agree and i think we're two men speaking about a topic and we you know women yeah. should be in on this conversation for obviously sure. but put yeah, it in the comments you know going ladies <laughs> going back onto the glimpse of us specifically the discourse really is like like the videos that are about if i was the girl i'd kill him whatever those are funny mm. and those are reasonable like if it's the the idea is that he's singing a song about his ex-girlfriend and how he looks at his current girlfriend's eyes mm. and he sees her every single time those people making jokes about that, that if I was this woman, I would, whatever, If whatever. you put yourself in the other partner's shoes,
1: then yeah, like that's, I'd be so upset if I found yeah. out, like, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. But also it's like. But now it's being turned into like, a, oh, this is what men do all the time. Yeah, yeah blah, blah, it's, blah, blah, blah. It's,
0: it's like, this goes on to show how men will always exit relationships and move on to the next thing rather than actually processing it so that they in turn hurt as other if, women. As if
1: women are all like emotionally mature, like.
0: No Maybe. and and not to say like, that some women aren't and some men I'm aren't like, yeah. and some men are it's just everyone is so different like i i like can look back at a like a situation in my life where i'm like god damn it the the other person in it was so was using me to like stunt their emotional growth or like like ho- like they were using me to come back to so they wouldn't grow fully or mm. they were manipulating me because they were learning about themselves through the process. Like I was their, their middle ground in that situation, you know? And I can think of places where I did something not that bad, but like definitely in the in the same realm. So. But if th- there's something I'm missing, I'd love to know. Like, no, this is an open conversation. There's yeah. no discussion. But I thought the discourse around it was really, really interesting. But I
1: also got to take into account that it's just like TikTok and it's really. Spe- it's not like going to be representative of like the whole. Like, of, of, like most people, I don't think.
0: You know, I'm starting to have str- a trouble with that. Benny and I, Benny the comic historian and I had a conversation in New York where he tried to assert to me that the global population's opinion and TikTok's opinions are two different things. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily believe that. Like as far as like relevance and popularity and intrigue and celebrity culture and this culture and that culture, I think TikTok is the first form of social media that has ever been as intertwined with real media and real celebrity culture and real government public figures or whatever yeah. than anything has ever been like Noah Schnapp is more famous for his TikToks than he is for being on the hit show Stranger Mm. Things you know
1: I agree that it's like it has a wide reach but I don't think it's still like it's always going to be like some really loud assholes that are like talking over everybody else and that's all we ever see and we like we assume that that's like oh this must be like the established discourse like the the Overton window, like this is what we're allowed to to talk about. But I don't actually know if that's
0: I don't know. I'm too. I'd always just
1: like I'd always take anything you see on Twitter or or on TikTok with a grain of salt. With like like getting involved in these culture wars, especially, it's like you can easily just end up hating everyone around you all the time.
0: I do. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. I agree with that. They're just like like pop culture stuff. Like I feel like TikTok is just as if not more important than anything else is because you know what stands the test of time after a Marvel movie releases the TikTok memes about it and how well-received it is or how unreceived it, like like Spider-Man No Way Home, mm. when you look at how immediately, instantaneously it was loved by all versus Multiverse of Madness, which was loved all the way through its hype and then at the end it was a sprinkling of love about Elizabeth Olsen mm. and then it was over. No one talks about that unless they have negative things to say about it because it was so
1: bad. Especially, we got to bring up Morbius like this. It's Morbin time. So memed on, like the most memed on movie in recent history. I think. Thank God.
0: Thank the fucking Lord (laughs) that you assholes who I was. I was so frustrated when Mor- Morbius memes were getting popular because mm. I was like, "Oh my God, Sony's going to release a sequel to this." Mm. They think this is popular, and then they released it and they made eighty five thousand dollars, <laughs> which like
1: equates Wait. to like
0: eighty dollars per theater that was showing. 85000 dollars, and to- that's their whole gross. No, no, no for one day okay. they released, it, but but that's still it's dog so shit. Poor, it's so bad, it's so bad. They're re releasing Spider Man No Way Home in September with like deleted scenes and stuff. Mm. You bet your goddamn ass that millions and millions of people, hundreds of yeah. millions. Oh my my God, I can't wait to go see that movie again. Um, yeah, I uh, the memes like, man, my favorite part of Morbius is when he looked at everybody and said it's Morbin time, or uh, you know, because <laughs> <So confused. laughs> we obviously yeah. didn't go see it, but nobody else did too. No. The movie sucked, it's it's terrible, and studios, once again, should just get their heads out of their own asses. Sony, mm. give Marvel all of Spider Man, mm-hmm. stop. You can keep making the animated movies, yeah. we love those. Put all your money into those. It's like no one wants Sony involved in Spider-Man. Except like, for the movie, the animated movies.
1: Yeah, it, but like... The
0: Other la- than that, Live
1: action, like no audience is going to accept anything you do with Spider-Man after the movie. Like, no, the because interview.
0: you're so bad at... The fact that I'm still mad hmm. at Venom. I'm I so didn't mad... I see that movie, was it, it? Well, it got a sequel hmm. and then it got put into No Way Home. Hmm. You know, like, the, the, they decide, like society decided that they wanted to appreciate that. And it's funny... Hmm. Ish, it's 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 an average everyday movie, but Venom is one of the coolest properties in the Spider Man mythos. The idea of Tom Holland Spider Man post No Way Home, seeing you know trying to move on, getting a little bit angrier, seeing MJ moved on with somebody else, and it's been months and months and months, and he's really really moving forward with his life. Um, and then he fights somebody and gets some black goo on his chest, hmm. and then finally, like you can see how he transitions to like little Edge Lord. Tom Holland Spider-Man is like angry black suit Spider-Man and then you give him an Eddie Brock as an antagonist and because of him being edgelord Spider-Man now you can introduce a new love interest like a Felicia Hardy because right now how is Tom Holland Spider-Man ever gonna move on from Mary Jane? We lose out on just the gambit of love interest Spider-Man has had over the years. Right? We lose out on Felicia Hardy potentially Gwen Stacy like Mm. anybody else. Right? If we give him the black suit then it could explain that away Mm. where he'd be like "I, I was you know Life's been really weird, MJ. Like I, <laughs> I got angry for a while, and I started seeing this lady in a cat angry. costume, and I don't know these. Ugh. You know, like it'd be funny. I'd love to see that, but you know, it's it's hard to imagine where we get what we want out of a lot of this <laughs> stuff anymore. Um, I it's weird Angry. I, I mean, pulling my punches. Why my can't bit. we get the Andrew Garfield Spider Man three? I think it's fine to do it. What What is the rule that there can't be more than one live action Spider-Man at once? Why can't there be a Spider-Man TV show mm-hmm. airing the same time as the movies? Do you know how fucking great the Superman TV show has been? <laughs> Christopher fucking Nolan. Dude, you make mid-ass movies that people mm-hmm. jerk off to and I don't get why oh, they do no. that. Because, because holy shit, he's the one who put the embargo on Batman. The reason that we never got Batman in Smallville, the reason Green Arrow was a TV show and Batman mm-hmm. wasn't, the reason Superman hasn't been allowed on the silver screen for su- or for the TV screen until recently mm-hmm. is because he put that into place. If you wonder why DC looks the way it looks, is mm-hmm. because they were not, not allowed to use characters that were used in the big screen. Because you know,
1: audience would be, they'd be like, what? This isn't The Dark Knight. This Wait is a second. Wait a minute. Hold have, on. I'm so stupid. Answer. I don't even know uh, the difference between movies with the same it, general concept. This
0: is insane. Where's Toby Maguire?
1: <laughs> Wait, this is this is Marvel, right? Where's uh, Doctor Manhattan? Where's Mahershala Ali?
0: Where's Blade. <laughs> where's, where's Blade? Where's Blade? Where's Blade? Oh, where's Where's Meteor Man? Where's fucking Annie? Where's Nicholas Cage as yeah, the Hellboy. Ghost Writer?
1: Okay, ghost Hellboy. Writer. I said Hellboy. I'm Hellboy. Thinking about, I'm thinking about the. Um, you're
0: thinking about fucking. You're thinking about uh, fucking Hellboy I'm Hopper. Thinking about the,
1: the the show we've been watching.
0: Pretty uh, much. It. Oh my God. We've been watching so much of the Pretty Much It commentary mm-hmm. tracks, and good lord, they're the funniest goddamn. They're so
1: I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous great. of their humor, how they can just be on all the time. Like
0: that. no man, that's why I made Isaiah drink. <laughs> it like honestly, sincere. Like this is what the call was like. I was listening to a podcast on the on a drive back, and I like the, the the thing was with that podcast. It was like one person speaks, and before there's ever an air of silence, the next person is speaking mm. back and forth, and back and forth, and back and forth. And that's how pretty much a commentary tracks mm-hmm. are, right? And when I'm listening to bad days, I like word vomit monologue all over the <laughs> fucking screen. I don't know if it's my fault or it's his fault or whatever, so but I was know. like. Isaiah, I need you because so, you're so fucking witty mm. and, and you have like a very specific brand of humor that I think is great to bounce off of because we've done Omega where we've like been bouncing off each other and really it doing... It's really fun sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was like, I think I'm going to make you drink, buddy. Mm. I'm going to make you drink before the episode. So we, we forced my mouth open and
1: poured eight gallons of vodka down my look throat. at your skin color look at the implications
0: stop trying <laughs> to get me canceled god damn it
1: force me now you're gonna force me off you're gonna make me drive home drunk too for the the story of it oh my god and i can report it
0: i <laughs> can report it i thought you were gonna say can they, you can report it's gonna be to a bad days it? eh make it a good story then you send me <laughs> off your bad days are your best stories you know what's a bad day and not a good story i can't i don't know how to run the business (laughs) (laughs) like i have to get an accountant soon i don't know how to do that i'm so confused legal text and all that Um, oh my god i was at a coffee shop this is this is a story this is a let me let me make sure because i feel like chris is gonna turn this into a short so i was at a coffee shop recently with a group of friends and two of them left they walked out about three minutes later the guy boyfriend walks back in and he's like hey you guys have a pen and paper?" My girlfriend, uh, she backed up into a car, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, drama. Let's see the fucking damage. This dum-dum hit a goddamn car let's see how bad the damage is i can't wait to see the destruction of this poor sucker's car and obviously i walked out she backed up into my fucking car huh.
1: <laughs> i wonder if you like initially thought it was your car but then, no like, it ended up being not, not your for car.
0: one second i was literally like oh let's see <laughs> whose car this oh, is, this is gonna be so i, to I, I, I was quoted it. saying oh my gosh let's see this poor sucker's car <laughs> shit and the thing is like nobody else realized like they were all looking at the car staring at and they didn't know it was mine and I'm like just staring at it just quietly and I'm like it's my car what <sighs> it's my car it's your car it's my car <laughs> uh, we decided not to handle it via insurances like because we're friends so it's like hey their parents are just gonna pay out of pocket but it also means like I don't want to like be like hey um, so your daughter did crash like hit my car <laughs> and I have to get repaired I won't have that repair for two weeks will you also pay for my rental car because an insurance company would pay for mm. your rental but it's like that, that's why. If you're wondering why I haven't taken the car to the shop yet, <laughs> that's why. Because I didn't stuck. realize
1: it was damaged. I didn't get a good look at it.
0: Yeah, there's a big old, big old dent, paint chips, and all that. But you know how long mm-hmm. body work on cars takes? Freaking eons for no reason. Yeah. It would probably take a week to two weeks. But I can't be without and a they're car. They're gonna be like, time. oh, we can't repair it. They're not gonna do that. They're but be like, oh, I gotta sell it off. They're not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely a frustration of mine currently that I'm like, I don't know what to do for a week. I'm not gonna have a car. Don't want to ask them to be like, hey, you think I could rent me a rental car? I like Teslas. Uh, you I know. like Teslas. I like Teslas. <laughs> uh, also, those of you who haven't noticed, the studio's gotten a little revamp. Yeah. Got some We're fire chilling. going. And you know what? Honestly, we could keep this episode going. I do think that there's not a lot of water to tread and there's no reason to like extend it past it. I know this is like 10 minutes less than usual. Last episode was 10 minutes more than usual. So, hey, it evens out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. I really, really want to be better about putting like real content in this. I think before it was a lot of just like bullshitting, and we've had structure. And we're sorry for the lack of preparation on this one. This podcast is our saving grace because we've been supposed to be doing this weekly for forever, and we've been always two weeks behind. So this is going to be the saving grace of all of that. I'm gonna have some cooler life updates for you guys really soon. Yeah. Other than the fact that I'm fucking verified. Uh-huh. Oh, blue check mark, baby. The studio also just got a revamp. I don't know if you guys can tell the backdrop loosely looks a little bit different. It's a little bit cleaner. A little bit. Um, but yeah, that's kind of all I got going on today. Zay, you got any last minute additions? I love everyone. Everyone? I love of you. do 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 You never heard that song? What is it? Intention? And I can't change. Oh, oh, that one. Even if I tried. I, I'm, Even if I wanted to. I don't know to. why
1: that was the, what you went to after I said I loved everyone. I Because just, just
0: wanted- love is love, man. That song is called Same Love.
1: Because love is gay. you make making all love gay love, you you
0: damn degenerate, bro! The way you pause i don't know what slur you were going to say. I was thinking of the the right, the
1: proper kind of almost Victorian word to say, but I couldn't think of anything. So I you scallywag, said you scallywag. Very, very shippy. You degenerate. You, I just said degenerate because it was like that was Nazi esque. So I just think, oh, you Nazi. A- you Nazi,
0: <laughs> you, you gay Nazi. You dirty, dirty Nazi. We were,
1: <laughs> why were we doing German act? We were talking to the German girl. We were talking to some
0: German kids on Omegle mm-hmm. the other day. And I don't know, man, they were laughing so hard at the shit we were saying. And I was like, this is this not racist. <laughs> what we're doing. We're sitting here just being like, yeah. oh yes, you're driving the Autobahn. Every wow. German deserves what's I get. Every German. No, we love Germans here. Yeah. Honestly, I'd like to visit Germany soon. Guys, if you want to, The sponsorship opportunities in Germany. Let us know. Take us on the Rhine. But all right, guys. My name's Hassan. I'm Isaiah. I sincerely hope your bad days are your best stories, and I'll see you next time.